So I got a bonus ass Trav uh, for Mr. Travis Rogers. This one is from Andres Padilla. I hope I say your name right. He says, if they're making a movie about you, Travis Rogers, Travis Rogers movie, who is going to play the role of Sliwa? Well, it's a good question. I don't think Nick would be buying tickets to it, first of all. I think it would be a movie <laughs> that he would choose to, to sit out. Um, Stanley Tucci is the guy that's going to play you in all these things. You guys oh, yeah. have a really strong resemblance to one another. I don't know if yeah, you said that a couple Stanley times, Tucci yeah. is a tall person or not, but the facially, you guys look a lot alike. So I think, and Andy's a really good actor, and yeah. he's been in a million things. So whoever um, is 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 going to play Slee in anything, Stanley height Tucci's is, the first yeah, guy. Yeah, is on. Is We're it right about right there? Five eight ish. There you go. Yeah. yeah so you need Tucci. to have your person though be hotter than Stanley Tucci, or are you not really caring? You just want accuracy. No, they got Jeb Bush. <laughs> would play me yep jeb bush would play jeb exclamation the, point come see the travis and sliwa movie starring jeb bush and stanley tucci and again Kill his it. his name Kill on it. the poster needs to be jeb exclamation point instead of just jeb yeah low energy jeb right that's uh that's that i, I get that one periodically that you know what else i get that, with the beard i don't get it anymore but what i used to get was seth mcfarlane fairly mm. regularly too what about seth, jack nicholson <laughs> that's not very nice Emily. <laughs> he's a good actor but i don't jack nicholson is like 90 years old at this point uh big one for the lakers tonight we're, we're down almost into single, single digits. digits yeah 10 games to go tonight Seven by the time we get back here on monday they got three oh yeah they played tonight the friday and sunday right mm-hmm. so they got three coming up um they are as we sit here at march 22nd yep 11:01 a.m they're outside the line mm-hmm. they're in 11th place Phoenix tonight, OKC Friday, and Chicago on Sunday. All three at Crypto.com. They need to win six of these games to get into the playoffs. And, and, and here's the rest of the schedule. At Chicago, at Minnesota, at Houston, at Utah, at Clippers. They got five road games in a row. Yep. And then they finish with two at home, Phoenix and Utah. Mm-hmm. You got to find six wins in those ten games. Mm-hmm. Six wins in those ten games I think get you in. I'm not even, well, this one's more important than that one. You need to win six of these ten to get in the playoffs, and I think that's good enough. So they, they're – they're in a spot, too, where I'm not going to try to give them the benefit of the doubt, but they got, let's just use Phoenix as an example. When you and I were looking at this Phoenix game, let's say three weeks ago, okay, you knew that, um, oh, well, KD, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, this, no Ayton tonight, no Kevin Durant tonight, and you're at home. Now, this was a kind of a similar situation last Friday when no Luka for the Dallas Mavericks. Lakers still lost that game without Luka. Mm-hmm. At home against the Dallas Mavericks. So Everybody kind of knows how important all these games are, and they still lost that game. So they don't get any benefit of the doubt, but you would think without Aiton, without KD, the Lakers who, who knows? take care of a game I, like I, this. And if they lost the game, I know what you're going <laughs> to yeah. say. You wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be shocked. Logically, you're right. Like, yeah. Your analysis is right, but I, okay, I'm, let's put it this way. I don't know. Let's put it this they way. they got to win six of these you 10. need six of these games, how are you getting to six if you can't beat the Suns when you're because, at home without, without an Aiton and KD? They're good enough to beat any of these 10 teams, and they're bad enough to lose to all of them. That's how. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I don't know which one it's going to be. I don't know which one it's not going to be. I know that if you are bad enough to lose to Houston, you can lose to anybody. If you're good enough to look like the way that they've looked against New Orleans when they beat them, went up by 40, that team beats anybody. Mm-hmm. They are good enough to beat all 10 of those. They are bad enough to – I don't even say bad enough. That's that's a bridge too far. They're inconsistent enough to lose to any of those 10 teams. I think you None say of bad them enough. Are a slam dunk. I think you say bad enough. Yeah, bad, inconsistent. Take take your pick, but there are none of those 10 games are like, "Oh, they're going to win that one." They lost to Houston. I saw a week ago. I saw a quote 
uh, read it this morning, but saw Darvin Ham yesterday. I think it was after practice. Um, and he's talking about how the race is so close. Mm-hmm. Okay, So he says, it's causing them to come to the game on high alert and high awareness. Just having someone to play for, you'd be surprised how comfortable guys are uh, with that opposed to having to play a meaningless, meaningless game. The fact that these games carry so much weight, I think, is causing our guys to lock in more. I don't see any stress. I hear what he's saying. I just don't agree with it. I, the, the the idea and the concept that this last two week stress or this this last two week stretch, we're watching Lakers basketball. I'm not walking away thinking what he's saying. Darvin Ham saying, "I'm with you." Darvin Ham saying that these games carry so much weight; they're even locked in more. Were they locked in in that Rockets game? Were they locked in in that Dallas game? Were they locked in in that Orlando game that we had on uh, on Sunday where basically the game is tied and you need Austin Reeves to drop 35 for you? I'm not trying to – I'm just – this is what I'm watching. What I'm you. watching is I'm not seeing a team that's desperate holding on. Hey, you know what? We were at one point we started the season out 2-10, and 10, but we're not that team anymore since the trade deadline. We're not that team anymore. But that could just be who they are as well, where I've kind of created a perception in my head. Remember they were 9-4 and four after the trade deadline, so sure. you kind of start selling yourself was, a little that bit. That was the point where I was super optimistic about okay. what was coming next. So that, that kind of goes back to I don't think that each one of these games, it's not a representation representation to me that they've been as locked in as you're hoping for. No, I, I agree with that. I, I think you're right about it. And I think it comes down to, for better or for worse, depending on what you do, shows up, it comes down to Anthony Davis's performances. Because like you said, the Dallas game was a perfect representation of your best player went crazy for the last couple of minutes of that game. He missed free throws. He had a bad foul. He didn't close out. All of the things that needed to go wrong, they all did, and it was all one guy. He's also your best player. Yeah. It, it's really hard to talk about being locked in when the guy that has to be locked in to give you your best chance is frequently not. That, that that's really hard to like do i believe that austin reeves is locked in sure do i believe that uh vanderbilt is locked in i do do yeah. i do i believe that the the that, other those are not the guys the, they're right. not the guys it right. has it's anthony davis needs mm-hmm. to be locked in and mm-hmm. sometimes he is and sometimes he isn't mm-hmm. which brings us to something that sedano said yesterday uh during the late edition of super cross talk i want you to listen to this because I understand the sentiment. I just don't agree with the outcome. You know what? What I've said, Ireland, um, and Cappy can attest to this. I said, if you're not rooting for Anthony Davis... George says you can go to hell. You can go to hell. <laughs> right. No, I mean, I'm with Sedano. Yeah. Go says. to hell, people. Go to hell. Rooting for go to hell. If they make the playoffs, it's because of Anthony Davis. If they, if they miss the playoffs, it's because of Anthony Davis. Right. This is go time. That's fair. Man. Yes. You you carry this team yeah. to the playoffs. But right. also go to hell. <laughs> okay. I Look... The only way they're going to get in, and certainly the only way they're going to do any damage if they can, is if Anthony Davis is really good. But I understand the 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 impulse to be deeply frustrated with him. It's not like, oh, come on, man, let's do it, let's go get it. that. That is really Pollyanna-ish in my that this thing that is wildly inconsistent. To, oh no, now it's going to be great. I, I just I don't have that gear to be optimistic when. There really isn't a ton of reasons to be optimistic. I'm going to go based on what I've seen. Some nights he's terrific. Other nights he's not. I, I, I guess I'm going to hell. I, I'm rooting for him. I want him to succeed, but I'm not going to pretend, oh, no, it's going to happen. Why would I think that? It hasn't happened. It happens about 65% of the time. That leaves 35% of the time where it doesn't happen. Well, it's incredibly frustrating. I don't think – listen, if you're a Laker fan – 
I'm assuming I'm assuming you're rooting for every player that's on the Lakers. Sure. I'm assuming that you're rooting for Darvin Ham to have success. I'm assuming that you're rooting for Rob Palenka to be the best GM that's out there in the NBA. You're rooting for your team to win, but there's also frustration that comes with this Lakers team, as any team. It doesn't matter. You you have frustration, uh, whether it's the Dodgers or it's the... It doesn't matter. Everyone has frustration with their team. The AD piece of it, the reason why he's so highlighted, especially in these last couple of weeks... I'm not saying you could hide behind LeBron James because that's too harsh of a word. But when Braun is there... I think it's the right word. When Braun is there, Anthony Davis is... Okay, if AD doesn't have the 33 and the 15, you can still really easily win the game because Braun gave you 28, 8, and 8. Sure. When Braun's not there, you do not have the luxury of Anthony Davis having 15 and 10 and shooting 50% from the free throw line or missing critical free throws. You don't have that luxury. So that frustration that comes with AD, one night, like you just mentioned, I can be sitting here and saying, man, if AD won the game, he had 33 and 15, he had two blocks and he had two steals. He won the game. But the very next next night to be talking about the same person and that guy had 20 and 9, well, you're not going to win the game if that's the case. That's happened before occasionally where they'll win a game and A didn't have the night that he had. Orlando. But that's not – or, or uh, uh, Toronto. Right, the Orlando game where Austin Reeves was the reason they won that but game. But that's not sustainable. Right, of course not. So that that's, that's I guess, ultimately the way we all kind of critique Anthony Davis. It's because he needs to have these games in order to win. You know, I, in the interest of trying to be as fair to Anthony Davis as I can be, I, I think it's more – that we thought we were getting one thing and we got something else. Because this idea, well, can he be the best player on a championship team? I think we know the answer is probably not, right? But that's not an insult. There are maybe seven or eight of those guys in the whole league. Saying he's not one of those is not insulting. Damian uh, uh, Damian Lillard is clearly not that guy, Mm -hmm. right? doesn't make him not a great player. It means that we just don't quite have it. It's LeBron. It's Giannis. It's you know we're we're running. You're assuming Curry, it's going to be Luca, right? It's but Yoke, you're going to assume Joker, and ass- these guys haven't won. Assumptions, it. Yeah, right? those, yeah, when we're yeah. talking about guys that have, it's it's LeBron, it's Giannis, it's Curry, it's Durant. It's like there there's it's a pretty short list of guys. Yeah. So to say he's not one of those guys, I think, is not insulting. But we thought he was that when he came over and they gave away the entire store to bring him over. Which by the way. I thought it was a good idea. I still think you got a it championship is still a good idea. I, I, yeah. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But you thought, okay, LeBron's going to be able to very, very slowly kind of fade into that second role, occasionally be the best player. But AD's got the the game, the personality, the the health to really kind of carry, to be the best player as they continue to win championships. And it just hasn't happened. It's not an insult. It's just unfortunate that it hasn't happened. I think, I think there's a couple things to that. I, I think first off... There's basically no individual player, I think, in today's NBA that can go win you a championship on their own. You got to have True. players. I agree. Okay, so um, I think the way the baton passing, remember after Lakers won the championship, they go out, re-rank all the players, it's one and two. Braun is one, Anthony Davis is two. I- I'm okay with, if Anthony Davis is not the best player on a championship team, that's all right. That's that's okay. You won a championship, and Braun was the best player, mm-hmm. but... What kind of takes it to the next level is you're not trying to win a championship with Anthony Davis today. You're trying to get in the playoffs. Yeah. And Braun's not there. And Braun is not there. So you're not asking Anthony Davis, go beat the Denver Nuggets or go beat 
the Phoenix Suns with with KD and all these guys without Braun, you're just saying, hey, can you be there consistent enough to grab one of these top eight seeds and then maybe Braun comes back? That, listen, the team was not built to have one or the other out. Right. It was built for both of them to be there, but you're not asking them to but win a chip. to your point, if one of them is still there, you would think they would be one of the 10 best teams in the conference. Yeah, carry that, away. That, that's not... Yes, you're not winning a championship unless they're both there, but if one or the other is there, you would have thought that they'd still be good enough to be one of and, the top And here's what's teams. not happening. What's not happening is we're saying AD is giving you 35 and 15 every night. He no. just doesn't have enough help. No, not That's not the saying. conversation we're having. <laughs> if it was the conversation, no. then Anthony Davis would be talked about less. Otani is about to get very, very rich. The question is how rich and from whom? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, guys. I know we're going to get into Otani and how much money they're going to pay them, which is probably as much as, you know, one home how, in Los Angeles, maybe? How, I don't how know. How much does he want? That's <laughs> how much he's going to get. Exactly. But I was listening to Mason and Island yesterday and uh, the What's Up Fool segment, uh, and... I got I got a little slandered. Oh. I got a little done dirty, I think. And so, okay, so Clinton went to go see the movie Everything Everywhere all at once yesterday. So for the first time, and I was saying I was talking to Clinton. And I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that movie a bunch. I love that movie. And I told him that I'd seen it seven times in one year. That's three hundred sixty-five days. I saw that movie seven times. Okay, seven it's times. Seven times. It's a lot. But okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain this though. I watched okay. and so. Greg put this in What's a Fool out of context, didn't give it context. And so this is what. I don't know uh, if there's a lot of context Mason. to seven <laughs> times in one year, but go ahead. This is what Mason said. There's movies you've watched seven times, right? Well, yes. In one year? Not in one year. Not in one year. That's, right. where, that's where you kind of got me. That's, uh, that's odd. She, that's a weird personality quirk she's got. Okay. Yes, it might be a weird personality quirk that I have, but I've watched it in different scenarios. Okay, so I watched it first, the opening weekend in March. I knew it was going to be a good movie, so I wanted to go see it. So that was that was a year ago, almost a year ago to this day. So I watched it once, and then I watched it at a, um, a rooftop cinema club with a friend. That was back in July. That's so I enough it right again. there. Yeah. So those, are two perfect, just... those are two perfect screenings. <laughs> I get the second one. I don't know how so five more five get in more, there. Five more, yeah. 
Back up, Sliwa. She's got she's got five more to get through. I watched it once with uh, when it first came out on streaming because I wanted to see it again. It's a multiversal movie. There's a lot of things I didn't get the so first time. So twice by times. yourself. Uh, twice by myself, once with a friend. Third time, I saw it uh, with another friend that wanted to see it. When Nick used to go see it, so I saw it with him, and it was really fun. It's actually my roommates came in and out and stuff, so it was like kind of like a roommate bonding event. So that's three, four times. That's the fourth time. I <laughs> I saw it with my family when I was home for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I I have uh, my family wanted to watch it, and so I was like, hey, we should we should do that, and it'd be really fun. And a little bonding time with my whole family. So I saw it a fifth time with my whole family. I saw it another time. My Two friend- more. <laughs> <laughs> Another friend was visiting, trying to get caught up on the Oscar nominated movie, so that's the sixth time. So a third time by yourself. And then I, no, no, with a friend. That was with a friend. Then I watched it a third time by myself. (laughs) I saw it three times by myself, four times with other people. I do think that it's a great movie. And I'm not asking everyone else to watch it seven times. I liked it, and I don't think it's that weird. You wanted to offer more context to it, right? She wanted to offer more context. I don't know if that helped at all. <laughs> I don't know if that helped at all. That seems right. when you got to two, I didn't know how you're going to find five more. The first two I was okay with. It's an extra screening. The it, it just kind of the idea of it. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Here's what I I. I it's too many times. We'll just leave it at that. Um, you, got, you watch I, Dodger Memories all the time. You've seen the Fernando Mania one fifty million times. I like that. Hey, it's different. Fernando's important. How to is me. it different? It won an Oscar. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Who cares if it won an Oscar? Um, <laughs> I've never seen you move so fast in my life. Like I, I see this door swing open and Bergman comes racing in. I know that you'll pop in occasionally. I look forward sure. to it. It's good, but you Pulled were hamstring. Hi- highly motivated to get in here. Well, because I knew that it was going to be some slander that goes into the... You say, I said, so let's be honest about this whole thing. Did I or did I not talk to you about this ahead of time? You did. Okay, so there's that part portion of it. Second thing is, it's seven times it's in one year. a lot year. of like, times. In one year. It's different if it's like, oh, I've watched it seven times in my life. But it's, the movie's only been out for a year. Okay, if, there, I, if I had to think, seen if, seven I was going to say, if I, my if I had to years think, on this Shawshank Redemption probably fifteen. <laughs> if times. I had to think movie. of a movie I've seen seven times, I would I would tell you probably The Godfather. I but seen it seven I, times. I would tell you that's three hours long. I tell you Dumb and Dumber. I tell you yeah. um, from I, beginning. But see, I, I think there's an important distinction. But more here. based on this, it's it was on TV. I wasn't planning to see it. But Talladega was Talladega Nights was on again. It's not from beginning to end. You'll catch a half hour here and there. Like if you added it all up, it's probably seven times. But it's the effort that you're putting in to go to the theater to take it in from the very opening scene to the very final conclusion of the movie that is extreme i think to mason and to myself and to some others it's I'm a not just marketing that, campaign because they're look dodger met like i will catch 20 minutes of it here and there right there are movies sure. star wars right when i was a kid i bet i did see star wars in the theater Four or five times. The big Lebowski, old school movies but that are also just on. They're on. That's what. That's that's I when I would see I can tell you, it. I've seen Days and Confused probably fifty times. All right, all right, all right. Exactly. I've seen it probably fifty all times. All right, all right, easy, all right. Easy for me to watch. I did not watch it seven times in one year. I just so yeah. that was what the question was just about, and you could see that throwing some slander at you. No, I'm just saying it Emily, was that I have a look. You, I'm just you, happy she was listening. You That's may awesome. need to go to the rage room after I after I read this next tweet. Okay, Are you ready? Okay. Oh, okay. Jorge said that it's overrated. Okay, fine. Well, you're really well, not going to like this then. Well, Jorge what? was crazy from things. <laughs> it was good. Overrated. This is from Nick Harvey in the Travis and Sliwa community. I probably need to see it one more time. 
Yes, Nick Nick probably. Nick writes. I couldn't get through 15 minutes of that thing. I can't imagine seven times. Okay, so this is, again, one thing that I have. People who are older are always saying, oh, the younger generation doesn't have the time span. Okay, you you only watch it for 15 minutes. You're, you're giving this amazing masterpiece of the movie only 15 minutes of your time. I think that's kind of a little bit of indication on you. I mean, you're going the your exact case. other extreme. You're watching it in <laughs> full. Wait, wait, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't think it's extreme at all. That's not slanderous, Greg. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> going through the whole thing like that's actually. When like, are you gonna watch it again, Emily? <laughs> I, I I'll watch it today, actually, guys. I'm gonna go watch it today just to prove you. Tonight guys at wrong. six, there's a screening <laughs> in Culver City. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the theater in the Regal across the street. Oh no, it's also in the Alamo, and there's a Q and A. There was a Q and A with the costume designer. Maybe I can ask her some questions. Because would you ask her times. questions? What question would you ask the costume designer? Uh, you know, there's Nick Harvey out of his mind <laughs> for only being able to sit through. Look, it's, it's a confusing. The first time you see it, it is confusing. the costume designer hasn't seen it seven times. She's not going to know what to ask. The costume designer is going to ask Emily questions about the movie. What? You've seen it how many? <laughs> It's an intricate movie. Show. There are multiple things that you don't get the first time around, and or the sixth time around. The second, apparently not. I need to see that movie a second time, but then that sure. would be it. Yeah, I think that's, that that's that good. movie. You do need to see a second time because it's multiverse and there's a yeah, lot no, of that's, stuff going that, on. That's a lot going on. It's, it's confusing. <laughs> so to watch it the second time, I get seven in a year. It's a lot. I mean, other than the I rock, anybody, I don't think anybody's other than Emily are uh, advocating for herself, which I respect. Is saying, oh, no, no, seven's not seven's not that unusual. It's unusual. It's three hundred sixty-five days, guys. There's plenty it's, of it's hours to fill in the day. It's plenty of time. What's amazing to me is like, you have so much time to listen. You watch all these other movies and all this. Like you, you're, you're I, constantly I, watching. I, things. I, I she's good this. with her time. I will yeah, say this. I she's, well, she's I, I, I kind of share the thing. Like I, if I like something, I will rewatch it. But it's not. I don't go and watch a million new things along the way. If I'm flipping channels, like we were talking about, yeah. I see something I like, I'll pop in. Sure. But I'm not efforting to find that thing that often in that short period of time. It's not slanderous. I, mean, I would I actually appreciate that you love movies that much. I just thought it was a lot. And so I thought it was a good question for What's Up Fool. Capitan Matt says, how many times has Travis seen uh, Lindsay Lohan's Freaky Friday? Because I've watched it probably 20 times. I honestly don't know if I've ever seen that. It's so good. I used to love it as a kid. The, so my Lindsay Lohan fandom is very uh, limited. Selective? It, it, selective. Thank yeah. you, Al. That's a better word. I, I have seen Mean Girls a lot. <laughs> I've seen yeah. a lot. Like, I, like, like I'm, a lot, I'm a lot. fan. <laughs> I like that movie. Screening this Saturday, okay, yeah. Thousand Oaks. But I don't know if I've seen it beginning to end seven times. Uh, and that, how old is that movie? has got to be closing in on 20 years. Uh, right? Yeah, it's got to be. You, you're talking about um, Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Like, it's got to be 2006, 20. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we're getting... We're getting closer. Oh, I yes. saw the canyons once. <laughs> that was so dreadful. I'm like, yeah, no. This is pretty this, this about the working. Christmas movie. Christopher Holmes says, "Should Emily get an oh, honorary? Her- should Emily get an honorary Oscar for everything all at once <laughs> for being single-handedly responsible for the box office? <laughs> <laughs> she replied- made a, a, a noticeable impact, right? <laughs> right. I replied, yes. <laughs> you're, you're right about here. The, are the numbers before Christmas Emily movie. came in. When right. she came in, they spiked. Did you ever see the Lindsay Lohan Netflix Christmas movie that came out last holiday season, Greg? I think you and John were the only oh, two. I did not watch. I, I watched. Right. I watched a ton of them. I did not watch that one. I just couldn't get myself to do it. Not. I you, think John said he didn't miss anything. Didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. But it's but it's Lindsay Lohan. It's not this Lindsay Lohan. 
It is current Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I like the mean girls. Lindsay Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Let's go, let's yeah, go congratulations ahead. to her. I hope yeah, that she has all a, happiness in the world. Yes, a very uneventful, healthy, happy pregnancy, and they deliver a bouncing baby, girl or boy, and everybody's thrilled. Lindsay Lohan. She's Lohan. expecting. She's, she's pregnant. Really? She's yeah. expecting. Are you, Good for you. Do you. Are you not on the internet? No. I, I <laughs> am you not listen to the dumb. I'm not on that portion of the internet. <laughs> I am. Trav. <laughs> Trav, you don't listen to the dump. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, just there's, there's oh, by the way, sites. I'm getting everything out of her all at once. The score on vinyl for my sister. It was a late Christmas present. So, Wait, you're too. getting it for the her score. or she's getting it she's for getting you? She's getting it for me. Okay. It's coming in the mail. Okay, how many times has she seen it? Uh, she's seen it once with me. That's the correct <laughs> amount. That's maybe twice. I, I, yeah, two, two is like, you know, I really like that. I'm going to watch that again. When you're ready to see it, ask him. <laughs> I'm good. So I was I was in a meeting, but I missed Ash Travis. Yeah, you got one so, for me? No, I don't. But I was wanting to know what was the best question that you got out of him. Well, both uh, I, I George like and Mason had good ones. Sedano's was well, a long answer, which means it was a really good question. Sedano asked me if I could own a restaurant, what type of restaurant no, I would that's own. A really oh, no, no, no. Question. Actually, Mason's, too, got you to Mason open up was, about what your- What was my drunkest night in Isla Vista? Oh, that's God. I want to yeah. hear that story. I'm yeah. going to go back and listen. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's <laughs> also a good one. Now I have an, another one from Cappy. So Cappy says, Trav, if you could play a rematch against anyone at the stage, do you want us as in Stano Cap again? And do we pose as a potential threat at all? Greg and Clinton. The, I'm gonna answer the second part first. No, they do not and they do not pose much of a threat. We that was that was not terribly competitive. That that was pretty lopsided, hence the uh the the answer that those two guys gave, which was We got our asses handed to us we did, right? by Travis and Sliwa. We did. They did. I um, do want to clarify when you played them again. Yeah. Sedano did not have a microphone did in his pocket. Did not have a microphone in his pocket. So it would be it would be still, beat him, still I, beat him in two games. I would like to play him again, though, for that reason. Mm-hmm. That if, if George put down the mic and just focused on playing as opposed to playing and, and hosting. And emceeing. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> it might be a was like cocktail hour. He's holding drinks for everybody. He's doing everything. I mentioned it to you yesterday. I think mm-hmm. that the match is you and me against... Sedano, Cap, and Bergman. Like we give them three guys on the oh, court at the same time. That. No, like we put those three guys on Listen there and then we do it. Go to break. That's nonsense. <laughs> I feel like that's the that's the best possible matchup. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. Still going to stand by this. Everything I all at once is a great movie. Everyone should go see it once. Can I just say... <laughs> Factor Cap and Ashley have the best opens on the station. They're pretty good. They're great. They're oh, and good. also, and Hey Did You See? Hey Did You See is in my head all day long. Is that Glenn Campbell in the open for Hey Did You See? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, These I, are the best opens by far. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, you can go ahead now. Sorry. Well, thank you, Greg. Um, maybe it'll win us a, uh, a Mandy Award, and we'll have that, and then we can have it thrown against best the wall. Best part of well, couldn't Chris <laughs> no, get the throw credit? It against the wall. Couldn't Chris get the mind. credit for the Mandy's? Actually, no, no I, I made... Both of those. Good for you. So, you made both then of you those? deserve it. Yeah. You so. created those? Yeah. Well, not Ashley. I, I made Factor Cap and Hit HC. Oh, these are great. Thanks. Oh, okay. You know, like so. I'm a little less. <laughs> Sorry. Now, now Chris, <laughs> now Chris <laughs> is going to be mad at me uh, because uh, I said uh, something uh, nice about somebody uh, else. Uh, all right. So, uh, 
Lamar Jackson uh, still doesn't have an agent and is still trying to get a deal done with the Ravens or whomever else will give him Maybe an not the Ravens, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> there, and I think there's a lot of reasons why he may not, not have chosen an agent, but also a lot of it is because you do have to pay an agent. You have to pay an agent a certain amount of your salary, and it's a lot for some people that they don't want to pay out or get that um, that amount of leeway yeah, There's to. a percentage fee, yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. So, it got me thinking about how sometimes... The money is worth it to give it to a professional. That There are things like, I don't know, uh, an electrician. You're not going to do electrician stuff yourself. Mm. So um, there are certain things that you need to hire a professional for that you don't, you cannot do yourself. Travis, Fetter Cap. Oh, 100% fact. The, the, 99% of our life. Yeah, that, that outsourcing something to an expert is almost always a good idea. Like if you, if you have the ability to hire somebody that is the best at blank yep go get that person if you have the ability to go get somebody that's even pretty good at it and you're not go get that person when it comes to negotiating hundred million dollar contracts i think i'd like to have somebody that's done that before i don't know and by the way you can negotiate the percentage right you don't it's not written in law somewhere i get five percent of this sure no then Mm -hmm. i'm gonna will you do it for two yeah okay let's we'll go with you there yes spend the money if you can to hire expertise berg yeah, it's fact. I mean, especially for everything Travis is saying. But if yeah, if it's something that's massive for your life and for your well-being and all those types of things, yes, you should 100% go get a professional. I mean, anything with my car, I try and do myself. But for things like maybe for my house or for if I ever had to negotiate a contract, which I don't have contracts, um, I would do that because I'm not good at that stuff. I don't understand how all that stuff works. So, yes, I'm fact, 100%. Al? So, fact, but, okay, for, for me... Sometimes you kind of look at the industry. Are there any athletes that you know? What percentage of athletes do not have agents? Probably well, very, Jackson, very, 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 very small. Very. Okay, so, and the only reason why I set it up that way, if you're Patrick Mahomes and you already know that you're going to get everything, if you're Shohei Otani, you already know you're going to get everything, I'm not saying don't get an agent, but there are only one Patrick Mahomes. There's only one Shohei Otani. So right. in the NBA, you're going to be capped at a certain amount anyways. You can't make any more. And if you're the best player, in the, Luka probably doesn't have to. If he didn't have an agent, he's probably still going to get the same deal. I'm not saying don't have one. But for a lot of these other guys, that's not the case. I don't know what Lamar Jackson's going to get. Doesn't he want somebody that this is all he does every single day is worry about that stuff? You're crazy on the car thing because for me, <laughs> all that stuff, I'm going to an expert for it. You can't um, change your tire? I can change a tire, but I'm like, if I can you do your oil, can you do transmission? No, no, no. Like, if you want to change a light in your, if you like a tail light, can you change your tail light? Oh, no, light? That, the mechanic's doing that. Yeah, AAA is everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere from me. I, I always I go to AutoZone. Now, and now, I just now here's the thing. Now, of it if if I if, if I put the effort into it, I could probably figure it out. I just have no desire to figure it out. Yeah, my dad used to change all of our oil himself, and again, worked on that. these cars. Uh, for but that a long could be time. like a therapeutic thing. Where I'll give you an example. I think it's my mom to to this thing. day doesn't have a gardener. She likes going outside, and they got a pretty decent size. Does she like mow the grass? She doesn't. Our grass is basically dead. There's like no grass, okay? But for the most part, like she's always planting and gardening and this. She likes doing that. She's she's picking up weeds. But she does that more therapeutic than she does for anything else. The one thing I'll throw in about like the Patrick Mahomes example, you're you're right. Like he's gonna get the most, right? So there's not like you're gonna squeeze the last dollar. But it's dollar. everything else that comes outside but, of his contract. But it's it's the the language in the contract. You yes, want a lawyer exactly. to look at the language in the contract that there's not something in there that oh, by the way, if you cross the street against the light, the contract's voided. Right. Or like <laughs> you can't want, ski. 
You're going to want somebody to look at that to make sure. I just pay 20 bucks you, online. You, somebody no, for Luka Doncic, it. like if he's, if he, you can't weigh this Legal much term. money, like or weigh, weigh this much yeah. on your weight, like that's going to cause a problem. Taylor? Fact, absolutely, you need professionals for a lot of things, like uh, medical stuff. You need doctors. You need um, haircuts. Haircuts. Trav can yeah, do that. Trav does all his own dentist work. <laughs> No way. Yeah, would you I love hire, going to the dentist. Uh, or would you get someone so to weird. get the raccoons out of your backyard? Would you pay for that? Or do you want to do it yourself? The city will do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> just call them. What if it wasn't free? What if it wasn't free? I don't I don't care if they're in my backyard. I just don't want them in my room. So yeah, I don't, don't want them under your bed. bed. Closing the door. And that handled it surprisingly. <laughs> weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a woman posted on TikTok saying, uh, this is the quote that she said. So six years ago when I was 19, I ghosted the nicest guy who had the best intentions for me. And then she said, and tell me why he's the person that's interviewing me for a job that I desperately need tomorrow. Oh, man. So essentially, she goes to the guy six years ago. Guy is has her fate in her hands right now. So this is the worst case scenario for an interview. Greg, factor cap. I mean, God, I'm, I have to cap because I'm sure there's a worst case scenario that exists, but this one's really, really bad. If she's going on TikTok and doing this, it's also kind of like, hey, you were a wonderful yeah. person and I didn't do anything at all. I'm, it was, it was, it, was just, it just happened to work out that I was way. Such a great I thought guy. you were You've so me. good. You were such a great she's human. Lying. She's 100% lying and yeah. trying to make it seem like it's a she's nice lying. thing. It's garbage. She didn't like him. Al? I lean towards fact on this one because you don't have what you're out. Like, I, I, you can't really say anything. And if that, listen, if this guy is, and I'm sure he is, holding a grudge or something on loans, along those lines, the tables have turned. Now he's sitting there saying, like, so where do we go from here? You know? <laughs> I, oh, you so want I, this job? I, I, go, huh? I go fact I, on that one. I would be the guy that does the interview. Per- I would make her think she's going to get it. I would string her like, call her back for second and third interviews and just bleed her. <laughs> just <laughs> right. Like all the way to the end. Like, Oh, you think I was a nice guy. Watch this. Do you have an right? agent for your, uh, for your contract? There is one worse scenario. So it's cap. Okay. Your ex wife or husband who you got oh. caught cheating on oh, like yeah. that, that that's worse. If your ex wife is interviewing you and you're divorced because you were doing something you but weren't also supposed you to be, be doing. interviewing for that company. Probably anyway. not, but you're asking for a worse scenario. I think right. that would be one of the worst ones. Taylor. Fact. This is pretty bad. Um, and what do you do in this situation? I mean, if you do get the job, then you have to work with that person for a right. long time. So it's not it's not that great to begin with. I don't know. Unless they're just like a recruiter, just an HR person where you don't actually interact with them. Do like, you, I don't do know you pretend like you don't know them walking into it? Oh, you can't do that, right? I don't know. That would be... What if they don't what, recognize what, you? What if the other guy's like really sore about the whole thing and you're like, <laughs> I don't even remember you. <laughs> yeah. I would just worse. cut my losses and but get out of there. six years ago... They might not remember them. Like I've ghosted people six years ago, and I don't. Or and people have also ghosted me six years ago, and I don't remember them at all. Mm. So it might just be that she might be the only. Time might play on her side a little bit. Yeah, she's absolutely lying. lying. You're setting up that TikTok just for that. Yep. All right. So um, Sophia Coppola's daughter, who is the she is the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, who made uh, the Godfather. So. Her daughter, so, so Francis Ford Coppola's granddaughter, uh, Rami Mars is her name. She uh, also went to TikTok and said this. She says, uh, I'm going to make a vodka so- 
sauce pasta because I'm grounded because I tried to charter a helicopter from New York to Maryland on my dad's credit card because I wanted to have dinner with my camp friend. So this is what she said to, to TikTok, saying that she got grounded for this. So this is rooms for grounding. This is this is very in the How parents. How old is this ground she, daughter? She looks like she's around like 14. Okay. So she's not very old, um, but she can't drive herself, essentially, is the thing. So, Alan, this is room for grounding. Anytime you're going behind, it's fact. Anytime you're going behind your parents' back, you don't have to go to that extreme level. It sounds like <laughs> she's living a really a tough helicopter. life. Yeah, right. I'm sure a lot of people. Problems to the I'm max. sure a lot of people related to her on TikTok. But I think just the <laughs> the concept, the, the, <laughs> the concept of lying to your parents or doing something behind their back, and doesn't even matter what it is. If you're taking their credit card to buy something, you're not getting their, you know, approval for or something like that. Yeah, grounds for being grounded. Trev. So I think kids are supposed to lie to their parents. It's one of those things that's healthy. You test boundaries. You do all these things. And as the parent, you understand that there is big stuff and little stuff. And almost all of it is little stuff that they're going to lie. What time did you get home? I got home at 10. You know they came home at 1230. Mm -hmm. That's not a big deal. As a parent, Greg, you can appreciate this. There, There is nothing your child could do to make you not love them. Of course. But this comes close. The, the the chartering a fourteen year old attempting to charter a helicopter on your credit card yeah and have dinner is, with their camp friends take the train <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look charter a limo right a helicopter <laughs> like what are we doing here that that that's grounding that that is uh, you're hanging on by a thread kid you're gonna go live with uh, your other your so your parents. uncles or something one of them is Nicholas Cage Nicholas Cage right. is her uncle all right uh, Berg well there's that part of it too like look at look at who we're talking the about the Coppola here. family yeah. this is <laughs> Sophia Sophia Coppola's daughter right yeah and Francis Ford Coppola's granddaughter and Nicholas Cage is involved in this chartering a helicopter is not not normal for this family yeah. This is a thing that happens. That's a taxi for them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This is this is like who was it that one of the Kardashians that tried to get a flight from like Ventura to Van Nuys to Camarillo? It was I think it was Van Nuys to Camarillo. Honestly, I think that's yeah. what it was. Right, which, which is, is a five second flight. Well, it can't be more than twenty miles. No, so it's thirty tops. But this is the world that they live in. Mm-hmm. So so grounding is like normal. It's like okay, yeah, all right, I screwed up. I probably should have just gotten the fl- should have just gotten the private plane instead, but I wanted to go on the helicopter because I thought it would be more fun. That's what that was about. Taylor? A fact. This is Cap for Yeah. I mean, she would she get grounded to like her her parents guest house like yeah. 11 took, bedroom guest house you gotta go stay in there so it can't be that bad she has a 6,000 square foot spot <laughs> that she's grounded that's in that's just the room that's just the room by the way it's a 30 take the train next time you get away with it yeah just hire an Uber they probably would like a, what's an Uber they'd say it's a couple thousand bucks round trip yeah the Coppola's probably don't they're gonna notice the helicopter charge also wouldn't she have they to get not. an Uber to wherever the helicopter can land unless I guess she has a large backyard where she could probably have a, have a helicopter on the land. roof of the house it does land on the roof of the house I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need to see the house I know it lands on the roof of the house mm-hmm. <laughs> alright we got a little breaking uh, Paul George news that Ooh, we'll have for God. you when we come back it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN all right, so OKC beat the Clippers last night. Yep. That's part one of what happened with the the Clips. Part two was late in the game, Paul George suffered a knee injury, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. ESPN sources, after imaging today, Clipper star Paul George has a sprained right knee and will be reevaluated hmm. in two to three weeks. So 
two to three weeks is the end of the season, right? That, that is whether the Clippers are in the plan or not, time will tell. Whether they're out of it or not, time will tell. But this is the, the language sleeve that always makes you go, okay, he'll be reevaluated in three weeks. That doesn't yeah. mean he's going to play in three weeks. That means they'll take another look at it and determine what happens next after three weeks. So let's just say he's reevaluated in three weeks. Then that means you're probably in the first round of the playoffs. That's if you're making right. the playoffs. And for for the Clippers, it's no guarantee or lock. I know you look at them, you say, wow, they're in the fifth spot. They're 38 and 35. They're fine. They got nothing to worry about. Lakers have 37 losses. They're in 11th, tied for basically 11th, 12th, them mm-hmm. and the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. That's only a two-loss difference. I know. So I, I mean, I, we could sit here. That it's a really unfortunate circumstance for the Clippers because – yeah, you kind of start looking back, and and I know we spent so much time talking about the Lakers, but the Clippers are a team that I think every time we've talked about them, we have said, yeah, they got a really good roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they got you know maybe they got a shot here. They've just kind of been load managing the Kawhi and the PG thing, but they're they got depth, they got the right coach, they got this, they got that, and then here they are again with just 10 games left on the season, a critical game. You know, that was a big game for them yesterday. They lost to the Thunder, and Shea Gilgis was one of the players they traded – they traded away, and he basically takes over the game as he as he he's unbelievable young superstar in the NBA. The Clippers, this is going to be, you know, this is their fourth year together, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. 2019-2020, that's the bubble year where they end up losing up three games to one. They blew it. The following year, that's a 2021 season. Um, if I'm right, that's the year that they make it all the way to the Western Conference Finals, but Kawhi, Kawhi got, got injured. So I, I actually give him so much credit to get to the Western sure. Conference Finals that year. They ended up being the Utah they got Jazz. got to the Western Conference Finals because Paul George went nuts. Paul George went nuts, and Kawhi was out for to close out the, the series mm-hmm. against the Utah Jazz. Last year, 42-40, and 40, did not make the playoffs. Remember, Kawhi was out. And then they make it to the play-in tournament, lost both games, and were That's gone. Right. They were eliminated. Right. Paul George in the final elimination game had health and safety protocols and couldn't That's play right. in that. And then here they are this year. I'm going to go back to this. They're 38-35. and 35. I think they got enough talent to make the play-in tournament. Sure, and they still have a transcendent star. But it's also not a lock. Okay, let's say they make the play-in tournament. And then they get eliminated in the playing tournament. That's not out of the ordinary. Okay, let's say they just get to the playoffs in the first round and they're and they're out again. It's going to be four years with those two players together. And what do you really have to show for it? Not much. Uh, breaking news on seven ten is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the fifteen minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. I need to be very careful about how I phrase this because the last time I tried this, I I, I did it incredibly poorly and infuriated a bunch of Clipper fans along the way. My gosh, are the Clippers snake bit. That every time you feel like they're getting ready to kind of go do a thing, they get this terrible luck, hmm. right? It's like the universe is, is really saying not not the – it's just Kawhi, like you mentioned a couple of years ago, right as it felt like, okay, there's a bunch of really good momentum on the Clippers, he gets hurt. Paul George gets him to the final, the conference finals for the first time, but mm-hmm. without Kawhi, they, yeah. they, you know, they're that was limited. that was by far the furthest you can for, go for, without Kawhi. For Leonard, sure. sure. And right now, you still have Kawhi. Kawhi's playing awesome all of a sudden, um, but you lose your second best player on Paul George right before this is the, the the playoffs are about to start. Right before you're about to go into a play-in series or, or a, a, a playoff series, 
that if you're a Clipper fan, you have to, the sky is always falling at the worst possible time. That your two best players you've lost right before the playoffs are in the playoffs two of the last three years. That's just incredibly terrible luck. You you also think about it, which is kind of crazy thing about it. when they went up three one against the Nuggets in Orlando in the bubble. You're thinking to yourself, this might be the class of the NBA for the next few years. The Los like Angeles Clippers, watch out for them. Kawhi and PG are hooking up together, and uh, they're going to kind of represent the Western Conference. They end up losing that series, and that might be the closest they, you know, this at least in this run, since that Orlando bubble, they've kind of gone the other way. I know you could say, well, they got to the Western Conference Finals. I'm not taking anything away from that, but to see them, to potentially see another year go by... Yeah. And PG and Kawhi are not competing for a chance to go make the NBA Finals. That's uh, that's unfortunate. Well, it's a huge problem that we, you know, because we are the Lakers station, because the Lakers are the most popular team in town, because the Lakers are the biggest team in the NBA, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We have so much attention on that organization. The way this has gone, and we're by the way, we're getting close to the point where either or both of them could say, you know what. Thanks for everything, but I'm going to the next stop, right? Next year's the final year for both of them. They both have player options beyond that, but Mm -hmm. let's say that Paul George is not healthy enough to impact the Clippers this year, and they do something other than make the NBA Finals, which is probably pretty likely. They come back next year. Look, who knows what it is, but... But it's similar, where they're they're hanging around in the West, but there's still four or five teams that got a shot. Thank goodness that they are the B team in town, because this is one of the great failures of NBA roster building over the last 10 years or so, where you have two of the 10 best players in the league, two of the 15 best players in the league, whatever it is, and you paid a premium to go get both of those two guys. And you got one trip to the finals that really didn't give you a great chance, or the conference finals that didn't give you a great chance to get to the NBA finals because your very best player was injured. That we talk about the late, oh, Russell Westbrook didn't work, and they they should have kept Alex Caruso, and they shouldn't have kept THT or whatever these things. Yeah, the Clipper thing is far worse because no matter what happens to the Clipper, the Lakers moving forward, they got one. Anthony Davis won a championship. They mm-hmm. spent all of their money, assets, capital, whatever you want to call it. They won a championship. Mm-hmm. LeBron James won a championship. This has gotten them to the Western Conference Finals one time with a very slim chance of advancing beyond that. Yeah. They kind of used up all their luck just to get there in the first mm-hmm. place. And now George goes down again, and you're at the end of the line potentially next year. My goodness. So no one, I think, will ever question. I remember when that deal was going down, and they had to give up all these picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder, but the conversation was – you're not giving up the picks just for Paul George. Kawhi Leonard's not signing with you unless you get Paul George with you, right? That was kind of the idea and the concept. But now that the dust settles, here's a team like the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm not saying that the Clippers should not have made the trade. By by no means am I saying that. Of course. But what you're saying is it has failed to this point. You have not made the NBA Finals. The Lakers did get a championship in that same window that you had those players. And then you got a young superstar coming up in the Oklahoma City Thunder. You got all these picks that they have. It could just go down as one of those that they gambled, they took the chance, they took the right risk, and it just didn't work out. I'm glad you said it like that. There, There's this idea that if it doesn't hit, it was a terrible idea. Sometimes really good ideas don't work, right? Some Sometimes doing the right thing does not result in the ultimate prize. There's not a team out there that if you said to him, hey, you can get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, this is the price, 
that they would have said, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. They're, they're, they're both fantastic NBA players. Kawhi Leonard is a multiple-time finals MVP. Mm-hmm. He's proven that he can be the best player on a championship team. He's done it two different places. We left him off the list when we were talking earlier. He's absolutely yep. on that list. Um, it just didn't work for, for whatever reason. You could argue that the, the rest of the team wasn't good enough. You could argue that you had the wrong coach at the wrong time, whatever it might be. Injuries at the wrong Injuries time. Injuries at the wrong time, mm-hmm. that bad luck, but that wasn't a bad deal. It was an expensive deal. It just didn't work. And to, I guess, is I don't want to say, because obviously Ballmer and the people in the Clipper organization, Clipper fans care, but because they're in this colossal shadow made by the Lakers, mm-hmm. people outside of their own family don't really notice. It's like it's not like the Clippers not winning something with Kawhi and, and PG does not lead first take four days a week. No, it doesn't. It, 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 the Lakers could be bad, it leads first take. The Lakers mm-hmm. could be great, it leads first take. Anthony Davis blows a game, it leads first take. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis gets 50, it's first take. LeBron James comes back, it's first take. He doesn't play, it's first take. They never are in that spotlight. Mm-hmm. And I th- I'm sure that doesn't make Steve Ballmer sleep any better at night, but from the rest of the NBA universe, nobody's really paying attention to that. Well, it's uh, it's it's unfortunate news. Now, again, he gets reevaluated in a couple weeks. So, for all, by the way, this is all <clears throat> it's kind of interesting to see all these teams in the West. Luca's going to eventually come back. He might even play tonight against the Warriors. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, from what I understand, is coming back tonight. Ja Anthony, might play tonight. Okay, Ja, I think supposed to come back tonight as well. Rockets. Um. What other uh, players that have been uh, that have been? I'm just kind of trying to think on my LeBron's. Supposedly we're going to get news tomorrow. Still waiting on Wiggins too. Uh, Wiggins, I think, will be coming back soon yeah. as well. But there are so many good players that could kind of change. Like right now, we're looking at the standings and we're saying, "Oh well, look how far this team this KD will eventually come back for the Phoenix Suns." So LeBron you James. got you got so many superstars that. Yeah, I think I think tomorrow's a three three week mark for Braun, so we're supposed to get some type of. We've got he's a, supposed to get reevaluated. We've got a good candidate for somebody that could play me in a movie. Plus, how rich is Shohei going to get? We know rich, but how rich? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.